Hello, beautiful. Welcome or welcome back to a short erotic sex story written and told by Lala's Bedtime Tales. Let's have a quick chat before jumping into today's oh-so-erotic episode. If you haven't already, please show me your favorite erotic storytelling podcaster and erotica writer some love by giving the podcast a five-star rating and review. It's crucial that you review the podcast because as an erotic writer and storyteller, I am always interested in feedback and knowing your thoughts on the stories I share with you all. Also, it allows other erotica lovers and smut sluts like me and you to find Lala's Bedtime Tales erotic stories wherever they enjoy listening to podcasts. Calling all my listeners that enjoy Lala's Bedtime Tales erotic stories podcasts. Do you enjoy the stories I write and tell on this podcast, but you want more content, especially VIP level exclusive content? Do you want to help support this amazing erotic storytelling podcast so I can keep bringing you hot and sexy stories? Then join Lala's Bedtime Tales exclusive Patreon community. Join the Baby Girl exclusive access tier for as low as $5 a month and receive a ton of exclusive content like episode soundtracks and playlists, early access and ad-free podcast episodes, behind the scenes of my writing process, a shout out on the podcast, voting rights on what stories deserve a continuation, video tellings of your favorite stories, or a first look at my new work. And that's just a few of the perks I'm offering. There are so many, many more. I have varying tiers that offer something for all of my favorite listeners. So, if you want more of Lala, you enjoy smutty, erotic content and all things sexy, then check out the show notes to join my very exclusive VIP Patreon community. If you want to get to know more of Lala and learn more about all things love and sex, then be sure to subscribe, watch, like, and chit-chat with me in the comments of the videos on my YouTube channel. You can find the link in the episode show notes. On my YouTube channel, I provide spicy book reviews and recommendations, love and sex advice, and sex education from industry experts and what wild and crazy things that are happening in the world that could be impacting your love and sex life. Also, August 31st is National Orgasm Day, and I'm doing a very special giveaway in my Facebook group. If you want a chance to enter to win the goodies, then be sure to join at the link in the show notes. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to my podcast so you'll be alerted whenever there's a new sexy audio erotic tale for your listening pleasure. If you're a Spotify listener, be sure to take the poll at the end of this episode or let me know your thoughts about any of my stories on Spotify interactions. While I like to get nasty as much as the next person, (laughs) please keep them PG-13 so that I can share them with the world. Keep listening because this story has some of the hottest sex scenes I've written that will get you in the mood. Enjoy sexies.
It's time for Lala's Bedtime Tales. Grab your wine, dim the lights, and get ready to listen to an oh-so-sexy bedtime story. I'm Lala, and I want to tell you an erotic story guaranteed to turn you on and get you hot and bothered. So, listen up. Hi there. I see a lot of you are enjoying paging Dr. Dreamy MD. So I wanted to bring you all another medical themed erotic romance because who doesn't fantasize about a Dr. McDreamy or McSteamy of their own? Me, personally, I love a good role-playing scene with a hottie doctor and a sexy little nurse to live out all my Grey's Anatomy fantasies. I mean, doctors are hot, accomplished, and can be total dreamboats. But will this be the reality for Tanaya Aoki? Will the doctor that she meets be the accomplished hottie every woman wants, or will he be an arrogant asshole that drives her absolutely fucking insane? Listen up. To find out if Tanaya Aoki will be living out her wildest medical fantasies with a hotshot doctor. I wiped my sweaty palms onto my skin tight blue jeans so I could hold the frosted IPA beer mug without getting butterfingers and making a mess on the bar. It feels like I'm sitting in a furnace. My vision continuously blurs. I feel lightheaded and nothing will satisfy my thirst. I had a lot of dumbass ideals in life, but this one definitely takes the cake. I'm nowhere near as hot as my best friend Sky Lawrence, who looks like she stepped foot out of a Victoria's Secret catalog on her worst day. But I desperately needed this interview from Dr. Elias Saab a genetically engineered baby and medical prodigy. Dr. Elias Saab is my golden goose that I desperately needed to solve all of my life problems. A story with an exclusive interview with Dr. Elias Saab had every reporter in the nation salivating over this career-making story. Nonetheless, he nor his family would give anyone this interview. Hell, I heard he snubbed Oprah and Barbara Walters people when it came to sharing his story. So, why the fuck did a 26-year-old cloutless freelance journalist like me think I could convince this tight-lipped, hotshot medical extraordinaire to give an interview allowing me to break this story wide open? My temples throb, providing me with a brief reminder of why. I am desperate. Desperation will give you confidence that you never knew existed deep down inside of you. I'm desperate to secure the bag, meaning I'll get a huge ass payout. I'm desperate for a full-time position as a New York Times journalist. And desperation knows no bounds. My dream job came with a salary, paid vacation, and health insurance. 
<laughs> Only in America do you have to work yourself to the bone just to afford to have the means to see a doctor on a sick day. God forbid you're dealing with a chronic illness. Then you're forever sentenced to live and die as a slave to some big corporation to not allow this health condition to become your kryptonite. I take a large gulp of my IPA to satiate the sandpaper filling in my mouth as my eyes start over to my target. He's even more beautiful than the images of him on the Matchmate dating app. No wonder I had to resort to threats, tears, and practically trading my firstborn baby to get Sky to agree to help me with this batshit crazy scheme. The man is not only a world-renowned surgeon and rich beyond anyone's wildest dreams, but he gave Reg A. Jean Page and Chris Hemsworth a run for their money in the looks department. I feel a slight tinge of guilt burning in my stomach, watching him frustratingly run his fingers through his beautiful, thick, ink black hair. He glances at the Patek Felipe on his wrist, his piercing crystal blue glare snagging on my face. I attempt my best flirty smile, twirling one of my curls around my finger and trying not to throw up the communal bar peanuts only a reckless idiot like me would be brave enough to devour. I'm hopeless when it comes to flirting or getting men to want me, so I feel like I try hard tart in my attempts to capture Dr. Sob's interest. I let out a deep breath when his beautiful blue gaze locks on me. So, Dr. Saab likes what he sees, which causes uncontrollable heat to bloom in my lady bits. I nibble on my bottom lip, waiting for his leisurely perusal of my body to land back on my face. Once it does, I toss him another smile before making my way down the bar and stealing the empty seat next to him. When I turn to face him, he greets me with a blinding, megawatt smile, putting me at ease for the first time in a week since he agreed to meet Skye for a date, and she told him to meet her at this trashy bar that I chose. Bad night, I yell in his direction over the shitty band covers that always play on repeat in this hipster dive bar. He gives me a shrug before taking a sip of the amber liquor in his tumbler. I got stood up by a chick I met on a dating app, but I'm still in the company of a beautiful woman. I can't complain. He flirts, causing butterflies to flap their wings in my stomach. Shit, I am so close to my dream. I can taste it. I've caught the interest of Dr. Elias Saab, even if he just sees me as his consolation prize for the night. <laughs> I snort to myself as if I'd ever be considered a consolation prize to my sex pot best friend. Aww, poor baby. I guess that's my good luck. Some girl was dumb enough to stand up a hottie like you. I coo, touching his muscular forearm trying to be flirtatious. He looks at my hand and then my face before breaking out into laughter, signaling to me I am indeed a terrible fucking flirt. I snatch back my hand like a silly child that touched a hot stove. Shit, this was so fucking stupid. I should have just whored out Sky to get the story for me. 
It didn't matter who asked the questions when I'd be doing the rest when it came to this news breaking article. You're cute. Let me buy you a drink, he shouts over the music, twirling one of my curls around his finger. I smile and nod my head. Dr. Saab calls over the bartender ordering a few shots and refills on our current beverages of choice. I get lost in his eyes, his charisma, and that beautiful smile as we talk and plow each other with a few beers. I look into his crystal blue eyes, noticing they're slightly glazed from his drunken haze, which makes me feel giddy on the inside. I take out my phone from my small black secondhand crossbody, placing it on the bar, opening the voice memo app, and discreetly hitting the red button to record. Well, shit. I didn't think this through because the bar is too fucking loud. Hell, I should have told Sky to stand him up at a fucking coffee shop. But then, I wouldn't have hoped that a few alcoholic beverages would make him loose with his lips once he was three sheets to the wind. You know, Elias, I think I may have heard of you and the work you've done in your medical career. I believe it said something about you being like a boy wonder and medical prodigy that likened you to having an IQ greater than Einstein. I believe it said you were done with medical school and a doctor by the age of 15. Is that true? I asked, trying to mask my eagerness. My goal was to ask these questions in a way he wouldn't get suspicious while trying to sound like a slutty slush trying to boost his probably overly inflated ego. He looks at me his eyes suspiciously narrowing in my direction as if he's attempting to read my mind. After a long pause, he begrudgingly responded with a non-committal nod of his head. Fuck, I don't think he's drunk enough with the cheap shit they sell at the CD bar. All the drinks we've been downing were probably more water than alcohol in the ratio of drinks they serve. Jeez, this was a really stupid fucking idea. I wanted to stand, excuse myself to the restroom, and never come back, but I had jumped through hoops to make this chance meeting happen, so I had to stick with my plan. <sighs> I let out a deep breath, trying to gather my thoughts to better continue slyly with the task at hand. I read something interesting in the article about your family history. Is that why you wanted to go into medicine? Or did you watch a ton of Grey's Anatomy and think, oh, hey, I could do that? I asked, realizing too late it was the wrong question to ask. He snatches my phone from the bar where I placed it face down. Turning it over, he sees that it's set to record. He narrows his eyes at me, letting out a loud scuffing noise. His eyes are a dark, menacing, grayish blue like a thunderous, stormy sky. You're a fucking reporter or sleazy journalist, aren't you? He sees, holding my phone out of reach for my grabs when I try to grab it. He stands to his full height, holding my phone above his head, laughing <laughs> as I try to jump for it to no avail because of our stark height difference. Sometimes I enjoyed being fun-sized because it allowed me to move in and out of places easily, but other times I hated standing at five feet nothing, 
Dr. Elias Saab towered over me, probably over a foot taller than me. Give me back my fucking phone, you ass wipe. I yell, stomping my feet, ready to claw his fucking eyes out. I'm the ass wipe? Yet you're the bitch that thought you could prod into my personal life, sweetheart. To think I was only entertaining you to get easy pussy in this dump of a bar. Pity. How should I pay you back by wasting my night? He questions sinisterly, insulting me with his crass words as he dangles my iPhone slightly above my IPA. <gasps> I suck in my breath at his threat of dunking my lifeline into a mug of beer. Fuck, I couldn't afford to buy another one. I felt hot tears well in my eyes, tension thumping in my head, and my vision began to blur. Please, give me back my phone and I'll leave, I cry, my voice trembling as I try to swallow around the big, thick, scratchy lump in my throat. He pockets my phone in his dark wash jeans, waving the bartender over to get the check. Ignoring my distress, Dr. Saab takes his sweet-ass time paying his tab, causing my heart to practically beat out of my chest. He grabs me by the elbow hard and begins tugging me out of the bar. I try to wiggle my buddy out of his grasp, but I receive evil stares as drunken people yell at me to watch where I'm walking. I'm greeted by the cool breeze of the New Jersey night before Dr. Saab tightens his hold on my elbow, swinging me around to stare into my unguarded face. The fury that marred his face only intensified his beauty making my clitoris throb and my nipples tight. Give me back my fucking phone, asshole. I bite out through clenched teeth. I hold my chin high, trying not to give in to my fear because a strange man has a death grip on my arm and we're standing in a poorly lit air outside of a crappy bar that only broke asses like me and drunks that go bump in the night frequented. Of course, I'll give you your phone back, sweetheart. But I have a few questions of my own first. Like, what are you willing to do for it? Actually, better yet, I have a better question for a slimy, bitchy snake like you, since I can smell your desperation to get my story. What are you willing to do for your phone in an interview with me? He sardonically questions, letting go of my arm to fish my phone out of his pocket waving it smugly in my face. I needed my phone more than anything, but most importantly, I was willing to go to great lengths to get this story. I let out a huff and a barely audible whisper I vocalized my answer, anything. He gives me a small smirk extending his hand, a beautiful big hand that has saved many people's lives. But the outstretched hand of Dr. Elias Saab I take is the one that seals my fate that I've just made a deal with the devil unbeknownst of the fine prince. I stand in the center of Dr. Saab's dimly lit, luxurious, Paulus Hooks brownstone with my mouth agape. I'm in awe of the gorgeous view I can see from his floor to ceiling windows. His living area looks like the homepage of the Restoration Hardware 
website. The aspirational brands which I online window shop may go to Home Goods and Goodwill to get similar furniture to match the aesthetic. I am envious of this gorgeous man. He's living the dream, which makes my growing dislike for him even stronger. As pretty and grandeur as his home is, it lacks any personality. It's cold, missing game consoles and photos of family and friends. Upon first glance, you think you've walked into a staged home. I shiver, feeling chilled to the bone. What if Dr. Elias Saab is a serial killer? Damn, I'm a fucking idiot. Why the fuck would I accompany a strange man to his home? What good is Dr. Saab as a golden goose if I'm fucking floating at the bottom of the Hudson River? My heartbeat accelerates like it's about to take flight out of my chest. My palms become clammy and my vision begins to blur. I have to get the fuck out of this madman's home. I whirl around to walk toward the door, but Dr. Saab stands between me and the foyer. His big frame is a looming presence, feeling larger than life from where I stand. His beautiful crystal blue eyes collide with mine as a slight grin tilts the corner of his perfect full rose-colored lips. Unlike you and your scum-of-the-earth co-workers, everything I ask of you will be consensual, and you have the liberty to stop at any time or say no to anything. If you don't agree with what I want to do, I will call you an Uber to take you back to the dump of a bar or whatever dumpster trash like you crawled out of. Dr. Elias Saab berates, slowly walking towards his beautiful stone fireplace. I feel like the room gets chillier with every insult he hurls toward me as he moves to stand closer to me, causing my skin to break out in goose flesh and the hairs on the nape of my neck to stand tall. Um, okay? You aren't going to ask me to help bury a body or anything. Do you have women hidden in the wall somewhere? I nervously question, rubbing my sweaty palms on my tight jeans. Jesus, how can someone as hot as you be so fucking weird? Is this why you chose a trash profession? That way you get to tell other people's stories how you want to because no one wants to listen to the straight shit that comes from your mouth? Dr. Elias Saab guffaws, placing his phone on the mantle of his fireplace and setting it to record on video mode. I feel my stomach plummet, unable to feel any flattery that a hottie like Dr. Saab finds me attractive. I swallow hard, trying to relax my body and hold my head high. I learned a long time ago, bullies smell fear, and when they do, they bathe in that shit to only fill their arsenal with what they need to destroy their target. Let's get to it. What the fuck do you want from me? I need your story so we can both get out of each other's lives as quickly as possible. Oh, I'll be sure to leave out the fact that you're a spawn from Hades Ballsack too, I bellow. I'm surprised by how strong and steady my voice sounds since I'm internally shaking like a leaf. 
A broad smile crosses Dr. Elias's handsome face. I get a better view of the beauty in his Arabic features, the lovely contrast of his deep olive skin against those crystal blue eyes. No matter how menacing his smile, my breath catches in my throat, leaving me with the inability to do anything but marvel at this man's beauty. I want you to strip naked and fucking crawl to me. I want to record everything that we do so you'll understand what it's like to have your life long, making you feel like your every move is under a microscope. I will answer an interview question for every time you let me fuck you how I please. Dr. Elias Saab enunciates each word through clenched teeth. He smirks at my hesitation, crossing his arms over his broad chest and pulling his black teeth taut across his mouth-watering muscular pectorals. I'll only consent if the video doesn't get shown to anyone, I answer warily, watching his jaw clench. I once read a quote on Instagram that said, a man will tell you he has a place he wants to take you and will take you to the lowest point in your life. Dr. Elias Saab wanted to take the anger that he harbored against the media out on me. The gorgeous, powerful man that had everything at his fingertips wanted to humiliate me. I swallowed hard, feeling cornered by my desperation with no escape plan in sight. I don't share. I want you as my fuck toy. I'm sure a career selling sex tapes would bring you more cash anyways, but this video will be for my eyes only. Now strip or there's the door. Also, leave those fuck me hills on, sweetheart. He grounds out that piercing ice blue gaze never leaving my face. I feel my hands shake as I whip my black lace blouse over my head, revealing my bare full B-cut breasts and the silver rods piercing them. I was an exotic beauty to many because of my mixed Jamaican and Japanese heritage. With the low whistle that leaves Dr. Saab's mouth, I feel he maybe enjoys my exotic features, my perky breasts, and the way my hips flare from my waist into a nice heart-shaped ass. My pussy becomes wet, and my nipples pebble as I strip myself down to my birthday suit. I wasn't comfortable on my skin. A lot of times I hated my body. More times than not, I felt like my body was in constant war with me, losing weight in places I didn't want and gaining in unflattering places. But I wasn't going to let Dr. Elias Saab have the last laugh, thinking he could scare me, humiliate me, and have me catching an Uber with my tail between my legs without the story I desperately needed from him. I hold my head high, my hate-filled gaze clashing with stormy blue eyes as I drop to my knees and slowly crawl across the room to sit on my hunches before him. That's my good girl. Now take my dick out and suck it like the filthy slut you are, Dr. Elias taunts, petting me on the top of the head like some puppy he's housebreaking. I should be disgusted. I should be infuriated, but instead, I feel my pussy soaking, my desire coating the inside of my thighs, and my mouth watering for a taste of this gorgeous man's dick. 
I unzip his jeans, eagerly tugging down his black Calvin Klein boxer breeze, his erect dick springing free. I waste no time in helling his dick to the back of my throat, hollowing my cheeks and deep throating the hell out of him. I slowly run my tongue up and down his shaft, running my tongue along the bottom side of his head, causing him to groan in pleasure, his dick twitching in my mouth. I slowly run my tongue down his shaft, sucking his balls into my mouth while I fist my hand up and down his dick. I run my tongue from root to tip before swallowing his dick back down my throat. I savor the taste of his cock. He may think he can humiliate me, but I literally have this man by the balls. On my knees, I'm the most powerful, controlling his pleasure as I change up the pace as I hoover his dick in and out of my mouth. With every stroke, every lick, every hum against his manhood, I elicit a groan of enjoyment from his throat. I peer up from beneath my lashes and see his pupils blown wide and his eyes have taken on a sleepy gaze. I feel his dick start to twitch and his balls draw up, yet he pulls his dick out from between my lips before he blows his load. As much as I love you on your knees worshipping my cock, I want to come up that nice tight ass of yours, sweetheart. Dr. Elias demands, stepping out of his pants, tucking his shirt over his head, and disappearing into another room. I rise to my feet awkwardly, waiting for his return. He steps back into his living area, his dick swinging heavily between his muscular thighs with every step he takes. He takes a seat on the couch, man spreading his thighs wide, and taps his lap, motioning for me to come take a seat. I scrunch my nose in disgust as I approach him feeling giddy. I've done anal before. I didn't like it. It hurt a little too much for my taste, I say, refusing to meet his gaze. He lets out a laugh and responds. Well, he probably didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But if you don't want to, I can call you an Uber. It's up to you. I watch him lazily fist his cock, leaving me in a lust filled haze. Dr. Elias Saab has me curious if he could make being fucked in the ass good for me. After thoroughly enjoying his dick in my mouth, the lines have begun to blur between my desire for the gorgeous jackass and desperation for this career making story. I'm game, I grit out, my eyes darting to the box of condoms and lubricant he must have grabbed when he disappeared. Turn around and show me that nice, firm ass of yours, sweetheart. I need you to spread those legs wide and grab your ankles. Dr. Saab demanded with a small smirk, tugging at his full lips. I slowly turn around, spreading my stance and grabbing my ankles. In the upside down position, I feel a bolt of desire travel through my body, causing my swollen clitoris to throb in sexual anticipation. Dr. Elias Saab jerks me back towards him by my hips, spreading my ass cheeks wide. I feel the wetness of his tongue lick my ass crack before swirling into the tight rosebud of my asshole. I let out multiple moans as he eats the 
fuck out of my ass, sliding two large, thick fingers into my hot, wet pussy, massaging the walls of my vagina simultaneous with the tempo of his tongue. My skin starts to tingle, and I feel like the temperature of the room has skyrocketed. I feel my orgasm begin to build when the palm of his hand begins rubbing in circular motions against my clit as he finger fucks me and devours my ass. My pussy clamps down on his fingers and I shatter to pieces, seeing stars as I shout out my orgasm at the top of my lungs, quivering in his grasp that's keeping me from falling flat on my face. I feel a cool liquid glide between my ass cheeks as Dr. Saab coats my asshole with lubricant, readying my body for his dick. When his hands disappear from my body, I stand up straight, whirling around to watch him coat his erect dick with lubricant. I want you to take my cock up your ass reverse cowgirl style, sweetheart. Turn around and I'll guide your health. Be sure to breathe and relax, Dr. Elias Saab eagerly explains. He tugs me back by my hips, positioning my small frame above the tip of his dick. I slowly slide down on his manhood, remembering to breathe to ease the slight discomfort I feel as the burning pressure of his dick filling my tight little asshole. He pushes me down at a slow pace until my ass cheeks touch his pelvis. I'm stuffed full, but it's not a terrible feeling. He spreads my slick, wet folds wide, rubbing pleasurable, soothing circles around my clitoris, allowing me time to adjust to what can only equate to a baseball bat shoved up one's ass. I start to quiver and moan, tossing my head back against his shoulder as he strokes my pussy. I feel my body tingle from feeling Dr. Elias Sobs' hot, wet breath fluttering across the shell of my ear. His mouth nibbles on my earlobe, causing me to shudder with pleasure. He pulls me flush against his body, one hand harshly tugging, rolling, and pinching at my nipple while the other vigorously rubs my clitoris. Ride my cock like my good little filthy whore, he whispers against my ear. I plant my feet on his firm thighs and I slowly start to move up and down his dick. The ridges of his dick massage the nerves of my asshole and it feels absolutely delicious. I can't get enough of it as he plays with my pussy while I thrust his dick up and down my asshole. As I get the hang of this position, he abandons my nipples to hoist me by my cheeks to control the speed at which he fucks me up my ass. He slots my clitoris hard, causing it to throb in pain until the residual steam turns into a sweet, pleasurable feeling. He licks the sweat from the sensitive pulse point of my neck before demanding, Rub your clitters while I fuck you, but don't you dare fucking come until I give you permission. I balance one hand on the side of his thigh as he holds me in place by the ass cheeks, pounding his dick into my ass. 
I begin rubbing my clitters, we get into a steady rhythm, and I'm delirious with sexual delight. My head feels fuzzy. I can hear the loud, deafening volume of my heartbeat in my ears, and I feel my skin flush as my orgasm builds. I try to hold off for a second, but it feels too damn good. Plus, fuck this asshole. I'll come whenever the fuck I want. He doesn't own my body or my pleasure. I uninhibitedly climax loud and hard and seal the orgasm with a cherry on top by mouthing off to him. Fuck you. I do whatever the fuck I want, including orgasm. Is that so? He asks through labored breathing as he continues to fuck my ass, not slowing down or missing a beat. This man has the fucking stamina of Christoph Strasser. He could probably fuck for hours, hell, if not days. He slots my overly sensitive clitoris hard, causing an electric bolt of pleasure to course through my body. He smacks my clitoris again, accompanying it with a harsh whisper. Since you wanted to come without letting me get my nut too, then you can come again and again. Now rub your clitters until I tell you to stop. Obeying his command, I start playing with my pussy, switching up the pressure and tempo in which I touch my clitters. I allow myself to really explore my body as he fucks me. I feel my next climax build, and I scream out another orgasm, my ass clenching around his dick, but that doesn't get him to come. So I continue to rub my clitters and orgasm over and over again until I'm too weak to continue. Dr. Elias Saab takes over my torture by teasing my nipples, stroking my clitoris, and fingering my hot core that's dripping wet. I feel his fingers begin to stroke my G-spot as his thrust slows, causing me to squirm around him as I thrash my head from side to side. I feel feverish, my entire body shakes, and I feel like I'm going to piss myself. I begin convulsing, speaking gibberish, and my entire body feels wound taut as the dam breaks and my orgasm squirts out of me as I scream myself hoarse. My pussy gushes all over his hand and my lower stomach like a fire hose. Dr. Saab slips his dick out of my ass lying my limp body onto his couch. My body continues to thrash and writhe as my clitoris throbs, and my center uncontrollably clenches as multiple small orgasms hit me. I feel a loud groan burst through the room, filling the first hot rope of calm splatter across my lips and cheeks and dribble down onto my neck and chest. I lay there unable to move, exhausted from the best fuck of my life, and covered in the spawn of Satan's cum. While I couldn't stand the man that had fucked me within an inch of my life, showing me sex didn't have to be mediocre, I had a feeling coaxing this interview from him with my pussy wouldn't be the worst thing after all. Dr. Elias Saab is one of those annoying people that likes to sit on the same side of the booth as you in a restaurant. But knowing him, he chooses to box me inside of the booth just to fuck with me. It seems like that's become his favorite hobby, making my life hell. 
It's been six months since I ambushed him in that seedy bar to try to get the interview. Six months of torture, six months of humiliation, six months of degradation, six months of the best sex I've ever experienced. While his limitless talent of coaxing multiple orgasms from my body makes his asshole tendencies bearable, he isn't as forthcoming as I wish for him to be to make this article about him the career-making story I desperately needed. I'm starting to think he's a psychopath, void of any and all emotions. Most people, when they fuck someone seven days to Sunday, every chance they get, they develop some type of connection or at least a common decency for the person. Instead, for Dr. Elias Saab, the reverse happens between us. The more we fuck, the meaner the beautiful man becomes. If Dr. Saab is a psycho, then I'm certifiably insane because clearly I can't stay away from him. It's become more of an obsession with him, or more accurately, his dick, than desperation for him to be my golden goose. The man has me absolutely dickmatized. It's like we're caught up in a game of chess with one another, trying to outmaneuver, strategize, and guess one another's next move. It's become fucking addicting. Hence why I begrudgingly dragged myself to the Prime and Pearl Royale, a five-star restaurant, the minute I received his instructions via text. My skin is itchy. I haven't had an appetite for weeks, and my insomnia has been worse than ever. I feel like absolute shit. I'm sure the makeup I caked on my face to try to mask how sick I feel looks more like it's Halloween, not fit for a fine dining establishment. My typically rich golden caramel skin tone has taken on a dullness accompanied by a green tint. I've been chalking it up to all the anxiety and stress that's become all-consuming due to late rent payments and a mile-high pile of bills I choose to ignore as I try to fight for a little peace of mind. I, <laughs> I laugh to myself hearing Dr. Elias Saab's words ring in my mind that he thought ahead and sent me an outfit by courier because he didn't want someone of my caliber to embarrass him at his favorite Michelin star restaurant. That's why I'm sitting beside him in a plush, cozy booth in the bar in one of the shortest dresses I've ever worn, pantyless and braless. Every time the waiter comes by our table, his eyes are glued to my erect nipples, showcasing the metal rods piercing through them because it feels like a harsh and arctic winter storm has blown through the establishment. Yet, my pussy is drenching wet from my knowledge that I'm publicly naked underneath this short, revealing designer dress. You look like shit, Dr. Saab whispers harshly into my ear, making my skin break out in goosebumps. My breathing becomes shallow at his words because of the desire his voice ignites in me. I roll my eyes, responding, gee, thanks. What every woman wants to hear when they get a same-day invite to a dinner date. Jackass.
My nipples grow harder, causing me to become fearful that they'll be able to cut right through the thin fabric of my dress. Dr. Soft's insults have become like foreplay to me. The frustrating and sinfully sexy man knows all the right buttons to push to make me want to scoop his eyeballs out with a spoon, while simultaneously causing me to cream my panties. Take my fucking cock out and sit on my lap. Since you're picking at your food, it seems I need to feed you, Dr. Elias Sob demands, causing beads of sweat to pull above my upper lip. It feels like the restaurant went from an arctic freeze to the world's hottest day in Death Valley. I quickly fumbled with the belt of his slacks, hastily unlooping the button and quickly unzipping his pants. I yank his hard, thick manhood from his Calvin Klein's, the best part of him springing to life before my eyes. After six months of dealing with this cruel man, I know better than to hesitate. I slide onto his lap, slightly hovering above his dick, before sinking down on him until he bottoms out inside of me. By the second month of fucking, we did at-home STI tests, and he put me on the pill so that rubbers would no longer be a necessity. My eyes roll to the back of my head, and a groan escapes my throat when I feel his dick twitch inside of me. Leave it to this kinky fucker to want to be seated fully inside of my hot, wet pussy while he force feeds me steak, lobster, dinner rolls, and crab stuffed macaroni and cheese. I'm so hot and so horny from sitting on Dr. Soft's dick that when the waiter comes by to remove our plates, I'm practically sweating, my skin flush, and I'm squirming and keggling, trying to get some reprieve. Did you guys leave room for dessert? The waiter questions, acting oblivious to the weird scene in front of him of a grown-ass woman seated in a man's lap in a Michelin star fine dining establishment. Dr. Saab shifts ever so slightly, his hard, erect dick massaging my G-spot, causing me to close my eyes and bite my lip to keep from a moan slipping out. Be a good girl and order the devil's food cake with hazelnut crunch. Dr. Elias Sob's hot breath whispers in my ear. His deep raspy voice makes my stomach do somersaults and my engorged clitoris achingly pulsates. The waiter patiently waits as I gather my wits. As soon as I open my mouth, I feel a lazy stroke on my overly sensitive clitoris, causing me to gasp. Damn it. I should have known this jackass wasn't going to make it easy for me. He foams at the mouth like a feral dog anytime he gets the opportunity to embarrass me. My humiliation is the perfect aphrodisiac for a sadist like him. C-c-can... I get the the devil's food cake with hazelnut crunch. I stammer as Dr. Sob swirls my wetness around my clit, amping up the speed in which he strokes me between my thighs. I feel my face flush as the waiter looks at me oddly, but nods and scampers away. Once the waiter is out of sight, 
Dr. Elias Saad's fingers abruptly stopped toying with my soaking, wet pussy, causing me to let out a frustrated whimper. I sit sexually frustrated on this man's dick, counting down the minutes like hours until the waiter returns with the dessert. Dr. Saab checks text messages and emails as if it's business as usual and he doesn't have a horny woman writhing on his cock in a five-star restaurant. <sighs> I let out a slow, deep breath when the waiter finally arrives back at our table with the decadent dessert in his hand. He places it in front of us. Scurrying off like he knows something is amiss, but he doesn't want to jeopardize his chances of getting a big fat tip at the end of the night. My head feels fuzzy. My mouth feels like sandpaper when Dr. Elias Saab begins shoveling the rich, chocolatey cake into my mouth. As the cake hits my tongue, I wait in anticipation for the sweetness to hit my taste buds, but shockingly, it tastes like nothing. As he feeds me forkful after forkful, he begins slightly moving his hips, causing me to discreetly bounce on his dick. I let out a low, throaty moan as my hot, wet core clamps his dick in a vice grip. As my orgasm begins to build, he takes shallow thrusts in tandem with each of my bites. The base of my spine tingles. I get double vision. And as soon as I feel my orgasm hit, I topple off his lap, hitting the ground and the world around me goes black. As I open my eyes, I'm blinded by a bright fluorescent light. My head feels heavy, but it's no longer swimming. My lips feel chapped but I no longer feel an insatiable thirst I've grown accustomed to over this past year. Fuck, did I dream up the last six months? This is the only thought that crosses my mind as I look around and realize I'm in an exam room of a hospital's emergency department. My heart rate accelerates, thinking about the bill I'll be adding to my ever-growing unpaid notices stack. I look to my right, my eyes colliding with an angry, stormy blue gaze. No, I hadn't been dreaming about the events that led me to the hospital. Dr. Elliot Saab's beautiful, deep olive skin is a ghostly white shade, and his eyes are filled with concern. You're a type 1 diabetic. How long have you not been taking care of your fucking diabetes, Tanaya? He abrasively questions, grabbing the railing of the bed, spittle from his mouth splashing on my face. Shit, tonight couldn't get any worse. Dr. Elias Saab had found out about my kryptonite, the bane of my existence, one of the growing reasons why I feel like a fucking prisoner in my body. I feel hot tears teetering on my bottom lash line, threatening to spill from my eyes. I answer his question with a small shrug. He runs his hand through his hair while he angrily paces back and forth in the small space. If you weren't so fucking sick, I put you over my fucking knee and spanked the shit out of you so you couldn't be able to sit for weeks to come. Dr. Elias sees his gorgeous face morphing into one of anguish. 
The new experience of seeing a myriad of emotions in his typically soulless, unfilling eyes does nothing to calm my anxiety. Not knowing how else to respond, I joke. Promises, promises. That doesn't sound much like a punishment to me, Dr. Elias Saab. More like a typical fun night under your writing prop. Dr. Elias Saab lets out an exasperated breath, walking over to the bed. He strokes a few straight curls off my forehead and sternly states, This isn't a fucking joke. Can you be serious for five damn seconds in your life? Is that too much to ask? Because you clearly have a death wish. I roll my eyes, fucking annoyed with his good guy charade and his berating me. My blood begins to boil, thinking about how this entire fucking situation is his fault. I let out a frustrated deep breath before shouting, Oh, don't act like you fucking care about me and I'm not some fucking pawn in a fucked up scheme for you to work out your pinned up anger instead of, I don't know, seeking a fucking therapist? Why the fuck do you think I sought you out? Why the fuck do you think I've been hounding you and so desperate for this interview? You're hot and accomplished, but don't fucking flatter yourself, dipshit. A secured interview with you will not only make my journalism career, but get me a huge payout and a full-time job with fucking health benefits. Without insurance, guess what, Dr. Hotshot? I can't get my fucking diabetes medicine and supplies. I can't really monitor my blood sugar when I'm broke and barely scraping through life. Our healthcare system is so screwed up. I'm on the wait list for patient assistant programs, so you were the answer to my issues. I blink furiously, unable to continue to hold back the hot tears pouring down my face. The only noise I can hear in the room is my loud, obnoxious sobs. I feel relieved to finally let out the pain, but man, do I hate looking weak in front of my enemy. I feel the bed dip beside me. I allow myself to sink into the comfort of Dr. Elias's arms. I'm sorry, I had no idea. I just thought you were out to selfishly turn my life into a mockery I worked so hard to escape from just for your fucking career. If I had known, I'd have just given you the fucking interview, he says, barely audible over my sniffles. I snort at that, knowing he's blowing smoke up my ass. I turn to look at him through tear clump lashes, causing my breath to catch in my throat. Dr. Saul's face is ashen, and he looks human and almost compassionate, like he can't stand to see me hurting. We need to figure out something and fast, he says, stroking my shoulder. I scrunch my face up at him, brows furrowed, not understanding a word that's coming out of his mouth. Plus, when the fuck did he and I become a we? I mean, after I get discharged, we can go to your place and do the interview. Or, your next free day, I can meet you somewhere and conduct it, I say, feeling my chest blossom with the excitement of finally getting this highly sought-out interview. I could practically taste the accomplishment of my hard-won goal. Dr. Elias Saab's body goes rigid. He untangles himself from the bed and stands his back facing me. I feel the pit of my stomach fall out. 
He slowly turns to face me, his eyes void of emotion, making my heart lodge itself in my throat. Fuck, I knew not even my hardship would get this man to give me the interview with no strings attached. I braced myself for another one of his wagers because this man swears he makes Jigsaw from Saw look like child's play. You won't be discharged anytime soon, Tanaya. Untreated diabetes can mess with your kidneys and lead to kidney issues. Your kidneys have started to fail. But don't worry. When all the tests come back and the biopsy, I'll know what we're dealing with. I promise you, Tanaya, I won't let you die. Dr. Elias says with a resolute amount of determination in his voice. The room starts to spin. My vision becomes blurry and I feel my lungs are collapsing because I can't catch a breath. He wouldn't let me die. I needed Dr. Elias Saab to be more than just my golden goose. I needed him to be my savior, apparently. Well, this story took a dark turn. It always seems like nothing is as it appears. What is Dr. Elias Saab's story? Why is he so cold and malicious? And will he be the man to save Tanaya's life? If you're too eager to wait until next week to find out, then join my Patreon to find out what happens next. Please follow me on Instagram at Lala's Bedtime Tales and slide into my DMs and let me know your thoughts on the story and what you think will happen next. Until next time, ta-ta for now, lovelies. Oh, so hot and sexy bedtime stories from Lala's Bedtime Tales. Thanks for tuning in to this week's erotic tale. For more erotic stories, sex tips, love advice, and sexual education, check out lalasbedtimetales.com and add me on Instagram for more erotic and sensual content at Lala's Bedtime Tales. Please comment and share your fave sexy bedtime stories with erotica enthusiasts like you and me. Ta-ta until next time, sexies.